Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Y'all, I have been hitting the road on this book tour, and I got to tell you, it has been such a blessing to have quick, easy meals in my weeknight dinner rotation, mostly because on some days I am supervising as the kiddos get in there. And one of the things I've been using is Pillsbury. Pillsbury Crescents are as easy as fill roll bake. Y'all, they are key in my weeknight recipes. We make things like pepperoni pizza crescent rolls, throw in a salad, some veggies, just kind of zhuzh up the whole meal. And the kids love them. I mean, even the ham and cheese crescent rolls, we'll grab a couple of those in the morning and include them in our breakfast. And you know you can find Pillsbury in the dairy aisle. So you're already visiting to grab all your other stuff. Grab a couple cans of Pillsbury crescents as well. They are the ultimate plan that you can have because dinner prep is done in 30 minutes or less. So I literally just keep it in the fridge because I know if I'm in a pinch, if I'm back from tour, if I've had a long day, I can get a kid-friendly meal on the table in no time. So friend, I'm telling you right now, you want to go online and find more weeknight dinner recipes at pillsbury.com. Those recipes are going to be clutch when life gets out of sorts. Head over to pillsbury.com for the best weeknight dinner recipes that are as easy as fill, roll, bake. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Friends, friends, friends. Now, I know every week I tell you I am excited about what we're going to chat about, but this chat is going to be one that I think is really going to resonate with all of you because how many of you have said to me, Nicole, I have known you for, you know, virtually known, right? But like we're we're friends, you get it. I've known you for 10 years. I saw you have your quit day live online in front of 10,000 people. I've seen the littles grow up. I have watched you have a relationship get out of a relationship, find a new relationship. You know, I mean, you have seen me through my wigs, you know, from synthetic to to high quality custom made. Okay, we have been through it. And what's great is that the number one thing I always hear from you is, Nicole, like I want to make my own changes. You know, I want to make sure that I'm keeping balance in my life. 
that I am prioritizing what matters to me. But I also want to feel like I am stepping into my calling and that I am fully allowing myself to to be all the things. And I'm taking my tiny steps. But Nicole, you just kind of jump out there. Well, today I get to have a chat with someone who is just brilliant. And you all may know her already if you listen to good podcasts like this one, you know, and uh, she is the host, creator, founder of Balanced Black Girl, Les Alfred. Now, you follow her online. You keep up with her incredible interviews where she brings some of the most generous, smart, wise women of color to have conversations on how they are healing and growing and balancing. But what's incredible about the chat we're about to have today is it's rare that you get to talk to someone who is willing to share that they're on a journey of their own and is willing to meet you where you are. And what I love about her is she really is an open book. And more so than any chat we've ever had before, I'm sure you can hear it in my tone right now, lean in. We're going to have a conversation about where you are. And we're going to do it by being transparent about where we are. And I think that this is going to literally change your life. Les, thank you so much for being here. Nicole, thank you for having me and for that beautiful introduction. Oh, it's true. It's true. People can't even see you right now. Y'all go to my social at Nicole Walters. I have a social media clip of this posted. I rarely post to my feed about my podcast interviews, Mm -hmm. but you are so gorgeous that it is literally your face is walking clickbait. (laughs) Like I know I'm going to get more views just because of the way you look. So I'm like, it's going to be like freeze frame right here, viral status. Thank you for letting me leverage your eyebrows for my own success. <laughs> I appreciate it. Okay, wait, that's the ultimate compliment coming from you because I know you don't play about eyebrows. I do not. I do. I would not leave my child with someone with bad eyebrows. <laughs> I have actually walked out of medical procedures. I was going in to get Botox maybe like, I think it was like two months ago. Mm-hmm. And when I went to this facility, it was a brand new facility and the lady at the front register had just atrocious eyebrows. When I say they were eyebrows from like, 1992 you know Mm -hmm. they were shaded in with black eyeliner you know it was the universal like what are you doing right and i left i just left she was like oh what about your appointment and i was like i don't need it you know what i mean she wasn't even gonna do my eyebrows Mm -hmm. but i was like anyone who hires someone at the front with eyebrows like that so casually you know, is just not, a, it's not a facility I can trust. Yeah, where's the attention to detail? Where's the if attention they're going to put detail. a needle in your face. I left. I was yeah. like, no, you are not stabbing with needles. I will rather, I would rather look like what I'm going through <laughs> than, than risk having this happen to me. So, but this is all a tangent, although I feel like there was a lot of value right up front, friends. Right? Like all of you right up front, you're like, good, good, good to know. But I'm so excited that you're here because we've just been catching up and mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to get right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those who don't know you, let's yeah. just give them a little background. Yes. You started this podcast and it has taken off. Can you tell us a little bit about why you started and then go into sort of your your favorite interview and like how that kind of encompasses the Balanced Black Girl podcast? Mm, Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'll take it back a little bit because I first started my content creation journey in 2014. Which is what you do for a living. Yes. Like you're a professional content marketer for a corporation. Mm -hmm. So you know what you're doing. Yes. It's so good. Your content's so good. I'm like, come do my stuff. Thank you. Lots of practice. (laughs) Lots of practice. I started off as a blogger in 2014. At the time, I was working in corporate comms and I was a personal trainer on the side and I got burnt out of fitness. Mm -hmm. I was overdoing it on fitness. I needed to (laughs) find... Never my problem. (laughs) (laughs) It's... I Yeah, it can happen. It can happen. 
and just needed to scale back a little bit and find my own balance in terms of like not being super hyper focused on fitness, looking for other positive outlets in my life. So I started a blog and started sharing what I was doing to try and be healthy, but not too healthy and not go too far. Because mm -hmm. back in the 2010s, it was a little... Listen, it got it sketchy rough. for a while, you yeah. know? Like, And I mean, honestly, it always is in some pocket of the internet where people are sharing things. And you're like, I don't know if that's science. You know that's what I mean? Healthy. Like, It might be yeah. working, but I don't know if that's science. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, I felt myself going towards that rabbit hole mm -hmm. and I had to pull myself back. That's good. Was there anything that triggered that for you? You know, for a while I had been living alone and I was in the deepest, like over-exercising, not nourishing myself, binge mm. eating. And then I ended up moving in with a friend from college. We became roommates because I wanted to save some money. And she had a very like normal, healthy relationship with food and her body and so forth. And so when I was around her, I was like, oh, you're not measuring everything you eat? Mm. Oh, you don't have like a meltdown if you can't make it to the gym that day? Mm. I was like, that sounds nice. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a page out of your book. And so it was being out of isolation and being around other people who had healthy relationships with fitness, food, their bodies that really helped. So this is actually really powerful, I think, in multiple lessons here. Mm -hmm. And y'all, I think you're seeing the power of this, especially because a lot of my listeners are you know, moms, mm -hmm. you know, who are saying for the first time, like, I feel in isolation, mm -hmm. right? You know, yep. just not intentionally, but it's just the circumstances of the moment. Yep. Or they're entrepreneurs who are yep. like, you know, you work in a bubble yep. or just, you know, a lot of us find ourselves, especially I think once you kind of cross that 30 mark mm -hmm. where you're in isolation unless you seek out community. Yep. And one of the things that I don't think a lot of us realize that you just called out here is that it's when you enter community that you can really start examining is the way that I'm living making sense? Mm -hmm. And what could I learn from seeing other people? Now, when you set up the Balanced Black Girl podcast, I mean, you essentially are bringing community to people, mm -hmm. you know, by letting yep. them see from where they are, yeah. right? Because right here, this is my community. Hey, y'all, I love y'all. You know, like, this is, we're a thing, mm -hmm. you know, so you get it. Mm -hmm. So where did this tie in after you started seeing like, okay, what am mm -hmm. I doing? Yep. Then what happened? Yeah. So I got very immersed in the wellness content world. And I did that for about four years, mm -hmm. creating fitness content, creating recipes and doing the whole Instagram fitness wellness 2016 girl thing. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up getting really burnt out because mm -hmm. I'd been side hustling, you know, working multiple jobs, doing all of the things. And I just took a break from it, from content altogether. So you just shut down. I did. You're I just one of those. Off. That's a thing. That's a category, right? Yeah. Where people on social media will be like, I'm taking a break, then they just ghost. And then they're like, I come back and start over with something new, you know? Pretty much, mm -hmm. yeah. And while I was gone, I would have some people who followed me be like, hey, Les, I know you're taking a break, but when I don't see you posting, I don't see other black girls talking about wellness in my mm. feed. Like, you were the only person I saw who looked like me who talked about fitness in this way. Or Isn't it crazy to think that 2014 things. makes you an OG blogger? But right. it's true, you know? Right. Because like, I've been on the internet since, I think, 2009. Mm -hmm. And that is like, first early adopter yes. you know what i mean so you so you get it yeah it was a different world back it then. was very different and it was a mm -hmm. it was a lot more siloed it was it was siloed mm -hmm. but it was also social media was still social mm -hmm. so i feel like a lot of the relationships had a depth and organic thing where they yes. would send you messages and right. say hey you know where are you i'm thinking yeah. of you because, i noticed you're gone right because we're doing this thing together mm -hmm. you know it really did feel more like without the presence of lives, mm -hmm. you know, FaceTiming a friend or yep. texting a friend. So I can see how you'd already started building community, but yeah. it wasn't the type of community that you wanted. Exactly. You know, so you were figuring that out. Exactly. And so, y'all, I hope you're hearing, you know, sort of kind of where we're going with this because we're about to get to, I, I would hate to call it the tea because it's not tea. It's like our real life. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But yeah. 
not understanding and figuring out what you want is mm -hmm. a very normal part of the journey. So yeah. if you are in a place right now where you're saying to yourself, I don't know if I like what I've built, whether it's in your marriage, your career, your friendships, your body, or you are trying to figure out where you're supposed to be because you're called for more. It is not weird to take a break. It is yeah. not weird to figure that out, which is exactly what you did. And mm -hmm. so when you came back, what did that look like? Yeah. So I, I could see that there was a need. My audience wanted to see other black women in wellness who they could learn from. So mm -hmm. I thought, OK, I can introduce my audience to other black women in wellness. And maybe mm -hmm. a podcast would be a good way to do that because it's mm -hmm. a little more intimate. It's a conversation. They can learn a little bit more about their stories. And I got the idea for the podcast and launched it 10 days later, which is like a story in and of itself. No, I mean, that <laughs> is like, a, so I think a lot of people don't understand that that is also a thing that's mm -hmm. very common with entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. you know, where once you kind of land on the field, like yep. where you're like, okay, this is the thing. Yep. You kind of, you, you just go. do it. You yep. have to do it without even thinking about it mm -hmm. on some levels. Like you still plan mm -hmm. on some, what do I need? Whatever. But then it's like, we just got to go before I think about it too much because exactly. I'm not going to do it. Right. So I, my podcast launched at $25, mm -hmm. my $25 mic yep. in between sweaters in yep. a closet, you know, debuted at number six in the world. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just because I ju just did it. Yep. So inspiration hit. You did that. What happened? Yep. So I launched it October 2018. Started off with some solo episodes and started off by just interviewing my other friends who are black women in wellness. Mm -hmm. Trainers that I knew, other black women But you knew some people. Creators. Stop lying. You knew people, though. I did. Yeah, I, I did. Say, I knew You're making it seem like you interviewed, like, you know, Tanya, who ran the dry cleaners, <laughs> you know, down the street. It wasn't like that, necessarily. It was also, yeah. like, you knew some heavy hitters, which was great, because you built that network. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we were all able to kind of grow and, and kind of glow up professionally mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. And so once it it hit back in 2018. It's just been going ever since. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And consistency, y'all. If you're mm -hmm. if you're listening, you know, a lot of it is that if you have that thing that really is on your heart, stick with it, yep. you know, and it'll keep growing. Y'all, my guy is so into golf and he's actually pretty good at it. But I, I got to say, as much as I'm excited about getting good at golf, I need a happy medium until I'm ready to do the full, you know, 18 holes. And I do this thing. It, it's golf. It's not golf. It's Top Golf. <laughs> and Top Golf is great because it has all the stuff that makes it golf, right? It's got clubs and tees and balls, and I can practice my swing. And honestly, you'll even see some pros there with their own clubs getting it on. You know, they're really, really good at it. But it also has the things that make it not golf, you know, and perfect for me. Like, climate controlled bays. So I don't have to walk around on super hot summer days. And they also have a great food and beverage menu. And I got to admit, when I'm sitting around on the seventh hole and I want a snack, who's there to serve me? At Topgolf, they've got great teams that are there to make sure that you are good to go. And Topgolf is also family friendly. So I don't have to worry about, oh, wanting to spend time, you know, and making a tea time, you know, with my guy. Instead, I can bring the whole family, doesn't matter the age, for a great time under one roof. I've used Topgolf to throw birthday parties, to have coworkers there, and for just a good hangout with my girls. Now, one of my favorite things is Half Price Tuesday. Now, Half Price Tuesday basically lets you play more for less pay. And all the games are half price, and it gives you more time to come play around. So I want you to know, friend, that, of course, with Half Price Tuesday, we're all about play. But 
Even they have some rules. Half Price Tuesday applies to gameplay only. It isn't offered at every venue, and obviously it can't be doubled up with other offers or discounts. I mean, it's already half price after all. But you can find those full details at topgolf.com slash Nicole. So friend, I want you to build a better swing. And I also want you to have a really good time. Grab your family, grab your friends and visit topgolf.com slash Nicole to book a bay and come play around. You're ready to have a great time this summer and get a little better at your golf game. So visit topgolf.com slash Nicole to book a bay and come play around. Oh my goodness, these kids are eating me out of house and home. When I tell you I am looking at my budget every day to figure out where I can save another penny and move it in another direction. And I don't know about you, but do you have any subscriptions that you've forgotten about or things that you subscribed to twice and didn't realize it? I mean, I've got streaming subscriptions where I'm like, we have one of these for everyone in the house. What am I even doing? Well, I want to let you know that there is an incredible tool that you can use so that subscriptions don't have to drain your wallet. And that tool is Rocket Money. So Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Now, for real, this is what's key. Finding something that can list out all your subscriptions that you've got going on, there's tons of stuff like that. But canceling it for you, y'all, I don't have new time to find. And Rocket Money takes care of that. Most people think they're spending like $80 on their subscriptions, when in reality, that number is closer to $200 a month. When you're signed up for so many things like streaming services you used to watch just like one show or free trials for delivery you don't even use, it's so easy to lose track of what you're paying for. And so with Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. So no more long hold times. No more annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. So friend... Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Nicole. That's rocketmoney.com slash Nicole. Rocketmoney.com slash Nicole. Okay, y'all got the background. Let's talk about the real. So you've built this incredible thing, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I understand it because I've done the same, you mm -hmm. know, in building Inherit Learning Company and, you know, writing my book. But the truth is we all enter a season of starting over fresh starts, which is something I've really been talking about a lot this year, yeah. you know, post my divorce and mm -hmm. moving to L.A. and mm -hmm. my book, Nothing is Missing, which y'all on shelves October 10th. You know, I want to know. Where are you now? Because you have spent so much time giving yeah. to everyone else mm -hmm. on this journey, the tools you have collected a lot. Do you feel like you're finally settling into how you want to show up in this world, both professionally and personally? I think I've spent a lot of time putting other people on, which I'm honored to do. I think it's one of my gifts is to be able to connect people mm -hmm. and to shine mm -hmm. a light on others. Mm -hmm. And now I'm kind of ready 
to put myself on a oh. bit more and invest in myself more. I love it. Yeah. Listen, y'all, I mean, I'm telling you, I love this because I think that so many of us spend a very long time in that putting other people on mm-hmm. season and we don't recognize when it's our turn. Yeah. And it's because we do live in a society that glorifies heavily, mm-hmm. you know, the giving, the sharing, the setting yourself on fire to keep others warm. Like yep. that's the thing. And there's right. nothing wrong with being of service. Yeah. But within that, you learn so much. Like, Mm -hmm. I look at the people you have interviewed, the companies you've built, you know, in corporate, and it's like, you're ready. You have all the tools. So then I have to ask, you know, because I think a lot of us, especially as black women, you know, and within marginalized communities, you know, and as women, right? Because I have, you know, listeners here who are just my lighter brighters, you know, who are women too, (laughs) right? You know, that are listening and they're like, look, like, I am capable and Mm -hmm. I know that but why haven't I started to really put myself on like Mm -hmm. why haven't I taken my turn Mm -hmm. you know I can feel that it's my me season Mm -hmm. do you know why that is for you if indeed you feel that to be true yeah I mean I think a lot of it is fear which I think a lot of people can Mm -hmm. relate to whether that's fear of success fear of being seen and what that means when you open yourself up to being seen and that unknown Mm -hmm. can be exciting but it can also be scary yeah I love the honesty in that Mm -hmm. and I I think that it's so powerful and necessary for women like us who other people from the outside are like you have it together your skin is clear are you wearing Spanx you know like they look at us and they think these women are just all around right and the answer y'all is yes I'm wearing Spanx always you know what I mean always wearing Spanx but being fearful is something that we're going to continuously encounter yeah because if we're doing it right we're Mm going to keep starting over yeah we're going to keep having fresh starts and what is the big thing the big leap right now you think you have in this season that you're most afraid of yeah I think it would be going all in on my podcast and going all in on my content it's a big leap yeah it is a big leap but it feels like the next leap I think so so everyone I want you to listen right now we all have a thing like that Mm -hmm. we all have a thing like that I'm gonna share mine I'm not gonna put you out there not put myself out there thank (laughs) you I'm not gonna leave you on a limb sis so you know everyone right now I would love for you to you know just in your mind's eye in your heart of hearts privately by yourself in your car if there is something that you want to articulate you know to yourself what is your big leap that you're afraid of Mm -hmm. you know what is the thing that you know will be your up level You know that it makes sense, even if it doesn't make sense, Mm -hmm. you know, say it to yourself out loud because then we're going to get into it. So my big leap right now is that I'm in a season of needing to ask for help Mm. heavily. Yeah, I have done a lot of the things that I need to do. I've hit professional milestones and accomplishments, and I literally cannot get where I need to go without asking people for help Mm -hmm. and accepting it. When I tell you, even saying it out loud right now makes me want to tear up because it is the most uncomfortable thing for me to believe that it isn't just doing it myself. Yeah. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about being the eldest child. How mm-hmm. many siblings do you have? I have a younger brother. I uh, see. I only have one. Also, mm-hmm. I have a younger sister. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, are you far apart? I'm seven years apart. Yeah, eight years apart. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, same, same. Are yeah. you Scorpio? No, I'm a Leo. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say, I was like, Twitter. get out of my life, Twinning right? Much, you yeah. know, get out of my life. No, but it's true. Like ha- when you have that older kid, maternal, yeah. corporate mm-hmm. background, yep. you know, you're just used to getting it done. Yeah. And there is something deeply uncomfortable about recognizing that I'm good. There's an element of letting go and yeah. surrender, yep. you know, in this world. So do you echo that? Do you feel that? Or is it like, 
have you identified what it is that's kind of surrounding the fear around making this leap? Like what it's going to mean about you, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it kind of related to what we were just saying about being an eldest daughter, Mm -hmm. first gen in many ways is Mm -hmm. how many things we've had to figure out on our own. And I'm like, I'm tired of figuring stuff out on my own. I'm tired. (laughs) She's exhausted. And also the... um, there's a lot of celebration, and I'm hoping you all hear this. There's a lot of celebration around figuring out on your own. Right. Like the, in our society, I feel like there's yeah. so much like, oh, wow, she built it. She did this. You yeah. know what? It's like, but also she didn't want to. Right. Like she had to. She's you tired. Know? Right. She's tired, <laughs> you know? And and I got to tell you that I can feel myself growing in this season mm-hmm. every time I ask because mm-hmm. it is always met affirmatively. Mm-hmm. And so if there's anything I can say to you, it's that. I don't I can't see you making a leap and not being caught by so many people. I would catch you. I would Thank help you because you're small and light. <laughs> Girl, you'd be easy to catch. You know what I mean? You're fit. I feel like you'd balance yourself. You know, I feel like it would all work out at the end. No, I would catch you because like one, you're worthy and deserving of being caught. Thank you. Two, I don't even think you're going to need it because you're doing such incredible work, you know. Thank you. So let's talk about painting a vision. It sounds mm-hmm. cheesy, but what do you think it would look like if you made the leap? Mm. Like, let's do best case, worst case, right? Yeah. So what do you think best case scenario? What do you see for the Balanced Black Girl podcast as the thing you know is established? Mm -hmm. And then from then on. Okay, I love that you said this because Mm -hmm. I have this practice that I call best case scenario journaling. So usually my daily journaling is scripting out the best case scenario of how I want the day to go or Whatever it is that I'm thinking about at that time, I will write out like the best case scenario. I love that. Y'all write that down because how often do we only catastrophize and say, what is the worst that can happen? How does that even serve us? Right. Tell me more about this. So do you do this daily or around just big things? Most days. Yeah. In the morning for my journaling practice, I was having a hard time journaling. I just like was having a hard time getting stuff out of my head. Right. And so what was helpful was I just described things that are kind of on my mind, things that I was struggling with, what would happen in the best case scenario? How would it go? And I started writing in vivid detail and I found it was easier to fill pages when Mm. I thought about it that way, because we do often prepare for the worst. Yes, we do. But it also helps to prepare for the best. It's a 50-50 shot. It really going either way. Tell the truth. Y'all. Do you hear that? How often? And this is also part of the problem of being both a woman and marginalized. Mm -hmm. We are hardwired, I think, to always plan for the worst, partly because we're always so responsible for others. So we're trying to figure out where to stand in the gap to protect even just our babies. Mm -hmm. You know, like before we leave the house, we're packing 15 snacks just because (laughs) what if they get hungry? You know, like we're living in the what if. And that's anxiety driven. That is Mm -hmm. worry driven. But this idea of even starting our day or recalibrating our brains with this best case scenario Mm -hmm. journaling, Mm -hmm. you know, really does remind us that. Just as easily as we worry about it going wrong, mm-hmm. it could easily go very, very right. Right. So let's. So what would yeah. very right look like for you? You know, with Balanced Black Girl Podcast, mm-hmm. and honestly, I want to hear more about like outside of that too. What would that look like? Yeah, I mean, I think best case scenario for me would be the podcast reaching the people that it's meant to help. Mm. I think I'm really grateful that I have an engaged community and that it has helped a lot of people. And I think it could help more people. I want it to be bigger so that it can help more people and reach who it's meant to help. And then I also like want to be rewarded for that work that Mm -hmm. I do as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) you want to be finding. I mean, there's nothing wrong. I'm 
And everyone who knows me knows this. Mm-hmm. I'm really big on money being with people who are good yeah. and deserve it and are going to do good things because yep. I also know people who are not good, have no right. problem making money. Right. And especially when you know that money is a tool. Yeah. You know, when you know that it just allows you to have the fuck. Like, listen. Beyonce can't be sitting next to somebody in coach when she's got to get on stage and perform, right? You're not going to be raspy when I pay all that money for my ticket, sis, because somebody want to talk your ear off. Mm -hmm. You need a private jet. So so you can be napped, well-rested, well-moisturized, and get up on that stage, you know? So that cost, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I I fully understand and appreciate that. Uh, What does it look like outside of the business? And and I've started asking Mm -hmm. this because I think that so many chats that people listen to on these potties are very like well, what are the three things you'll do in your business to grow, blah, blah, blah. But it's right. like, as you're doing this, because, you know, we're not 20, you know, mm-hmm. we're not young young ones anymore. I don't care what you look like. Okay, I'm just <laughs> saying right now. Okay, you're not going to have me out here solo. Okay, with my middle forehead wrinkle, you know, talking about, like, you look 20. I just want to be very clear. <laughs> so I got Botox too, so it's okay. Oh, it's, yes. You know, Everyone, do you I'm hear honest. that? Black girls get Botox. <laughs> yes. Okay, no. and we do that because we black don't crack, but understand why wouldn't I shave off an extra 10 years if I can? Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be out here making people reconsider everything. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I support. Mm-hmm. But that said, mm-hmm. when you, what was I even talking about? I got so excited about Yeah, best case scenario outside of business. Oh, yes, best case scenario outside. Okay, best case scenario outside of business. Mm-hmm. You know, what does life look like? I know you say like richly rewarded, but mm-hmm. is it you showing up on stages? Is it you hosting events? Is it you um, having a business that's running on, there's no such thing as autopilot, y'all. Ignore the internet, but essentially autopilot where you're, mm-hmm. you know, traveling, you know, living mm-hmm. in, what does it look like? Yes. Do you I have mean, a cat? You know, like, what do you do? <laughs> with, you know what I mean? I'll be so real. I'm not a worker bee girl. Okay. I'm that's, not a that's real good for there are you. There's some people who like love to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's all right. Yeah. But I love freedom and flexibility and free time. And so I think for me, best case scenario is showing up in my gifts and having support to handle the rest so mm-hmm. that I can have spaciousness outside of that because Ooh. I love to travel. I would love to have a beautiful, comfortable home. I would love to entertain. Like, I would love a lot of fullness in life outside of work. Oh, I'm just sitting in the vision with you right now. <laughs> and I I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's such a blessing for me in this moment is you're saying it here first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cannot wait. And friends, I know y'all are listening right now saying, yes, me too, me too. How excited are we to be on the front end of this journey? <laughs> because when you come back and it's mm-hmm. like, so girl... I know that you try to act brand new right now, but I saw you on your yacht. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure out first. Thanks for being on the podcast again. But also what gives you have my number? Mm-hmm. Why are you on that yacht by yourself? Yeah. You know, that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So I say three to five years. We'll be back talking about that, you know, and you'll be like, I know. I can't believe I said that. It's mm-hmm. so good. So I'm excited about I'm it. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to happen. It's going to listen. I received that for you. Yeah. So, OK. No, I think that's wonderful. And I think that's very real. Mm-hmm. But I also think one of the learnings here that I am also embracing yeah. and it took me a while to get there is the. I want fullness. Yes, I am entitled mm-hmm. to and I desire a full life. Yep. And that includes rest yep. and peace. So I have been such a hot mess, y'all. I got to be honest. I want to be cute and trendy and have all the looks, but I am a mannequin shopper. But here's the catch. 
I don't just shop on the mannequin anywhere. One of my favorite places to go is Loft. And the reason why is because it always is going to look good, especially this fall. I have grabbed so many great pieces because they are crushing it with the outerwear. I have found the greatest, most gorgeous cashmere cardigan sweaters. I'm not even kidding. They come in a bunch of different colors. They have matching sets and they go with everything and they're easy to wear. I mean, I can put on the simplest dress from Loft, throw on one of their cardigan sweaters and it is a look, okay? Also, I've been shopping at Loft for gifts. You know, while I'm there, they've got tons of things that are under $35, so I can just add them to my cart. I've got something that I know the ladies in my life are going to love. And I've even picked up a cute little flirty top and a little midi skirt, you know, which is work appropriate, stage appropriate, and still looks super cute. So I want you to know, friend, that if you haven't been to Loft recently, you've got to pop in there. I'm in there all the time. Their fall collection is fun. It's feminine. It's fashionable. It is everyday pieces that still look really great on stage and meetings and hanging out with your girls. So I do want you to know that as a thank you for listening from now through January 1st of 2024, you can use code Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E at loft.com to receive $25 off your full price purchase. Exclusions apply and you can see my podcast description for terms. But y'all, I'm not even kidding. This is such a gimme. You can go on there and get the best items from their new fall collection for $25 off. All you have to do is use my code Nicole at loft.com and do it before January 1st of 2024. Friends, I have a middle schooler now, and so many of us are in the position where we're trying to make sure our kids are having well-rounded life experiences and also enjoying the benefits of technology, but managing the impact of that in their lives. And every day, we're in a silent battle with our devices. These devices are slowly and stealthily draining us. You know, our biology is changing to meet the demands of the information age, but Why and what can we do about it? If you are interested in finding the answers to these questions and more, you have to listen to the Body Electric podcast on NPR. Now, friends, I grew up on NPR, and it is such a valuable resource in learning more about what's happening in the world around us from experts that know. So Body Electric is an interactive six-part series that investigates how our relationship with technology is impacting our health. From nearsightedness and mass psychogenic illnesses to type 2 diabetes rates doubling in young people, Body Electric is partnering with Columbia Medical School to find out why. Body Electric touches on topics like tips for parents, mental health, debunking popular beliefs, and it provides a feel-good tone with solutions you can take part in. So I can tell you right now, these are tough topics, but... They're interesting and you're intrigued by the way that they're discussed. And honestly, I found the episodes to be really entertaining. It's like edutainment, if you will. I know that I'm taking away something valuable, but it was easy for me to listen to. And with the mounting pressures of today's society, Body Electric really is striving to help lighten your load mentally and physically. We're not just learning about what's going on. We're feeling empowered on how to solve it. So friends, Listen now to Body Electric on TED Radio Hour from NPR, wherever you get your podcast. Y'all, I want you to know that this is such a special 
season (laughs) that I'm in right now. And you've been keeping up with me all around social. You know this. My new book, Nothing is Missing, my memoir about living boldly is available now. So it hits shelves October 10th, but you can grab it anywhere. Books are sold on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. I would love for you to go to your local bookshop and grab a copy. Now, this book is not just about the story of our sweet babies. It's not just a story of entrepreneurship, but I'm really diving into some of the major pivots I've made. Some of the things we've talked about here, I really get to dive in deep on. And even better, because you're holding this story in your hands, you can write notes in the margin, you can highlight, you can circle. I mean, we can really take these lessons and apply them to your life. I like to call it a fresh start manual. Now, I'm going to be really transparent because that's what we come here for. I have really big goals around change and impact. And in order to hit those goals, I'm going to need your help. When publishers are looking at how books are doing, I want them to see that a simple girl with a regular life who has a love for cheese and her babies is able to rank up there with the fancy pants folks on all of those bestseller lists. And I want them to see and feel an audience of people just like us. But in order to do that, I need your support. It feels hard to ask for help. But I know that if there's anywhere I'm safe to do it, it's with you. If you grab a book for yourself, that would mean the world. If you grab a book for you and a friend, it would really make an impact. And if you've got a classroom, a business, and you are looking to put one on every single shelf, it would be a dream. Friend, you can head over to nothingismissingbook.com to grab a copy today. That's nothingismissingbook.com to grab your copy of my debut memoir today. And friend, thank you for doing life with me. Do you think this comes back to your many conversations around balance. Do you think that that's helped inform where you are now? It does, yeah. Because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about balance. I Mm. think what balance is marketed to, especially as women, is give 100% in 27 different categories. And so when people say balance doesn't exist, yeah, that doesn't exist because that's not possible. That's Mm -hmm. not possible of any human. It's not mathematically possible. Mm -hmm. Nobody can do that. And I think that as women, we are sold that so that we constantly feel like we need to be catching up and yes. doing more and yes. giving to everybody else. I think balance is understanding what your needs are and getting them met, whether that is needing to dial in with your self-care, whether that's needing to ask for help, whether that's leaning into a season of hobbies and doing things purely because they give you joy. It's being a well-rounded person. Mm. And so that's something that's really, really important to me. Y'all, I, I hope you're absorbing this because you're a professional on balance. You know, as I mean, literally you have interviewed and researched so many people, you mm-hmm. could you have your doctorates in balance, you know, <laughs> and that's the truth. You know, it, I think that as much as we can challenge this perception, like my big pillar around perceptions is like, look, you don't have to be perfect in yeah. order to be impactful. Mm-hmm. Like you can literally show up as a hot mess and still make a difference in mm-hmm. this world and have a meaningful life. Yeah. You know, 
people, the number one question I get, girls, balance. Mm-hmm. People, how do you do it all, Nicole? I don't. Right. Did you not hear my message? Right. I was eating cheese five minutes ago, <laughs> you know, like while waiting for this because I was hungry and that was breakfast because mm-hmm. I'm a mess today. You know what I mean? Like this is so powerful and letting people know, let's redefine that. Mm-hmm. We don't even need it affirmed externally. Let's redefine it for ourselves. Right. Well-rounded fullness. Oh, so good. So you just joined, in case y'all don't know, in case y'all don't know, let's just join the Dear Media Network team. Dude. Shout out Dear Media. Yes. We are both here together. We're ex- representing Team Brown over here yes. and we're very excited about it. And I'm just grateful to have you here hanging out and and doing all the cool stuff. This is it's great. I love I love Dear Media. It's been it's been really great being here. I'm excited to be here. I've been doing the podcast independently for the past five years. Oh. So I understand. I started that way for two years, too. You know, and again, just y'all, if you are listening in terms of milestones, like this is what it looks like. I hope you're hearing that none of this happened overnight. We said 2014, (laughs) 2009, you know, getting to this point. But consistency and evolution within that is part of how we're here. Yes. So we've known each other from well, known each other like Internet, known each other from way back when. How did we first meet each other? How did you first find me? I think I found you through Shaleen. No, I oh, think, that makes sense. I think Shaleen mentioned you. Yes, because mm-hmm. I followed Shaleen from the workout world. I, mm-hmm. I think she mentioned you, mm-hmm. and I started watching your periscopes wow, wow. back in the day. Wow. My wigs were not good then. I'll just own it. They still, wigs have evolved as a concept right yeah. now. They're like much better in general for the masses, but they were not doing what they needed to do. I look back on that sometimes and I'm like, the content rock solid, still solid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But man, the hairline, I was like, I thought I had friends. Y'all, <laughs> I love y'all, but y'all could have said something, you know? But I think the 2010s, now that I look back on mm-hmm. it, I'm like, what we were doing with our hair, our everything, clothes, the makeup. Everything, everything. It was the blind leading the blind. It was we the were blind all, leading the blind. Nobody knew. We didn't know. We didn't know. I'd like to think I was in the upper echelon of bad wigs, though, which is great. <laughs> like there were worse wigs. You know what I mean? Right. So I appreciate that. Right. Well, thank you so much for still being here and 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 thinking kindly of me, knowing what I was I was living and experiencing. You see, that's grace, y'all, right? <laughs> that is grace. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I... Love and adore you. And I'm so Thank excited you. for what comes next. So Thank you. Uh, let's talk about what comes next. Now you're at Dear Media. Mm-hmm. This is where, you know, is hosting the Balanced Black Girl podcast, which yes. means you are on the cusp of the biggest thing. So y'all, if you are not listening, do it now. You know what I mean? Before, So you're the cool person who's talking about, like, I've been listening to her. I knew her back when. Now's the time. Like, (laughs) be on it, right? Um, But we've got new episodes coming. Yes. Which is very exciting because you've been on summer hiatus. Yes. I took a little break while I was kind of working on the transition to Dear Media. Mm -hmm. But um, Tell me more about that because I don't take breaks. Mm -hmm. My producer is really amazing. He's listening to this right now Mm -hmm. and he's awesome. He's like the most generous, talented, even-keeled guy. Shout out Josh. He's really great. But... He also doesn't let me take breaks. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, okay, I'd be like, Josh, I don't want to do this anymore. And he's like, your contract says. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, no, he's always really nice. Yeah. He's like, look, you could do this. You could do that. But the truth is I put that pressure on myself. So mm-hmm. tell me about taking a summer hiatus because I need to learn how to work this into my life. Definitely. Well, that was part of it was I knew once I signed that contract that mm-hmm. it, every week yes. for that year, yes, that you know, so I was like, let me out. take a break while I can. You smarter than I am. Um, I just signed. 
and I I also too wanted to kind of rebrand the podcast mm. and upgrade it a little bit. So Talk like, to us about that. What can we expect? Yeah. So some new artwork, which is very okay. exciting because the the older artworks were just older versions of myself, previous yeah, versions sure. where I was different. It was a little more fitnessy. Mm-hmm. And I'm leaning kind of out of talking about fitness and more of getting into the lifestyle wellness aspect and the fullness right i love that less girl more woman and i needed to kind of take a little bit of time to really center myself on what that looked like and what that felt like and what i want the podcast to be oh i love that y'all do you hear all this goodness that is less not our people like oh my gosh because I mean literally and she's like the best version of us because I'm still using my old pictures because I was thinner then but look at you you know what I mean people are gonna I'm gonna be 65 and people are looking at photos of me at 25 I'm not rebranding anybody's artwork okay because I looked good in those photos okay jawline was giving jawline you know what I mean we will continue to see Nicole from 2014 you know minus the wigs Photoshop. <laughs> so, Les, thank you so much for coming on, for chatting, for sharing with us about your organic evolution, but also being so open and vulnerable about what's to come and the fact that you're still on that journey, but we get to join you for it. Thank you so much for having me and oh just for like being a sounding board, being like a big sister. I'm always a big sister, so I appreciate No, we get it. You know what I mean? But it's also unsolicited advice. Like, listen, I tell people (laughs) regularly, I'm like, just tell me to mind my business. It doesn't even hurt my feelings. You know, I just know, look, I'm the issue. You know what I mean? I'm the problem. I know that. You know what I mean? So you can give it to me. But no, I appreciate this. And I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. You have my full on entire support. You know, whatever you need, I am here for you. And Mostly so that you can come back and I can be like, yes, girl. And we can all celebrate you because I hope you know it. Me and all the Internet aunties, my Internet cousins, my Internet sisters are all here and we are cheering you on. Thank you so much. I receive it and appreciate it. You deserve it. Y'all, please listen to the Balanced Black Girl podcast. She's here at Dear Media as well. Follow us everywhere you go because she's going to be doing incredible, huge things. And of course, I am on tour right now. So I hope I get to see you. I will be in New York on October 9th then D.C., Atlanta, Houston, Chicago, and L.A. over the entire month of October on the Nothing Is Missing book tour. So I hope I get to see you, and it's going to be incredible. And y'all, you're just the greatest. Please step into all of your goodness, grant yourself some grace, and and get out there and, and just honor who you are. Another great chat. Oh, I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.